you're probably familiar with the gospel stories of Jesus, um, Jesus' life and then his crucifixion. But I wanted today, I want to highlight some, one of the things he says in the gospel of John that I have always thought was so boss. And in my opinion, really is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not evident, but um, sort of the tone setter for how disciples, how people of God should be should confront people who oppose them. Uh, and it comes from John 19. I'm going to read that right now. So hang with me if you want to follow along. I'm John 19, starting in verse 1. Jesus sentenced to be crucified. And uh, I'll lead up right up until Jesus says what he says. And then I want to talk about Soren Kierkegaard. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they slapped him in the face. Which, is there anything more frustrating than being smacked? I would think I'd rather be punched than be slapped. It That'll really crank it up for me. Uh, anyway, verse 4. Once more, and by the way, purple was a, a sign of royalty. That's why they put the purple robe on him. That's why the purple is significant here in the story. They're mocking him for his claim to be a king, which is obviously ironic because he is one. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered there, Look, I'm bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to him, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. I want to pause here also to say, some people may, may look at this and, and say, well, Pilate shouldn't be held guilty because, you know, he obviously didn't see any fault and so he left it up to the other people. Well, that, friends, is a sin. If you see someone who you feel is innocent and you know that the people you are going to release him to are going to kill them, you're not, gu- you're not innocent. You're guilty. Let me pick it back up. So, Pilate, you're guilty, sir. With that, you basically have no backbone. The Jewish leaders insisted, we have a law, and according to that law, he must die because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Are you refusing to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize I have power either to free you or crucify you? All right. The next line is the line that I think... This line gives me gives power to me in my spirit. I mean, it just, it reinvigorates uh, and energizes 
my commitment to this faith. Um, and I think that the attitude with that Jesus displays here in his response should be, it, it is the attitude all Christians should have in the face of an opponent who threatens power, you know, to, to be your friend or your foe. Jesus answers, you would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. From then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, but the Jewish leaders kept shouting, If you let this man go, you're no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the Stone Pavement, which in Aramaic is Gabbatha. It was the day of preparation of the Passover, and it was about noon. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away. Take him away and crucify him. Shall I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priests answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to be crucified. Now here's an interesting part of this story. The Jews are the crowd. Okay? Pilate is essentially an ambassador for Caesar who lives in Rome for Jerusalem where he's located. So Pilate comes to speak on behalf of Caesar as one who is has been appointed to his court, so to say. He's like, I don't know, um, wh- whoever shows how much I know about the freaking federal government. Whoever would go and the vice president maybe, He's not the president, but he can speak on behalf of the president. I don't know. That could be wrong. Who? Whatever. You get what I'm saying, though. So when the Jews start saying him to claim himself as king is a sin against Caesar, and if you don't punish him as a man who sins against Caesar, that means you are no friend of Caesar's. Well, that's terrifying to Pilate because Caesar has the ability to just lop his head right off for, for um, what do you call that, treason? Or just basically being an enemy by denying Caesar's, uh, or not obeying Caesar's rule or law of the land. So that's, that's scary for Pilate. They, they have sort of hinted at, if you don't do what we say, we are all in one like mind in that we will let Caesar know that you do not follow his laws. You do not enforce his laws in the land, uh, which would have been a major infraction. Now, the irony of all of this, in, in the Jewish world, they were under the oppressive hand of Rome. Caesar was not a friend of the Jews. Rome was not uh, something celebrated in Jerusalem. It was the opposite. In fact, the whole son of man, son of God, this phrase that's being thrown around, that was a phrase for the Messiah, which the Jews were hoping would come to rescue them from Rome, which obviously is what Jesus is claiming to do. However, they're so mad at him 
because he's not for, for many reasons, obviously, which we can't get into today because we only have 10 minutes together, but they're so mad at him that they're willing to give up what makes them Jews calling themselves friends of Caesar, if it is only just for the moment, to get their way so that this man could be crucified because they're so offended by him. Now that is, that in itself should tell you the, the, how, how upset this crowd was. And for the chief priests to say something as we have no king but Caesar, that is absolute, that is, that is just absolute blasphemy in the Jewish world to say they have no king but Caesar, but they're willing to give up their religion to kill this man. And Jesus says, you have no power, but what's been given to you from above. As people are shouting to kill him, he just looks out and says, you guys don't know what you're doing. 